0: Well, hello again. It's me, Karen. How are you? Hope you're doing good. If you're just new to five-word fun, then I have to tell you that I love words. In fact, I love them so much, I have my very own word pot. But in order to have fun, I like to share the pot and play with the words. Well, that's what I've done again this week. My word pot has gone on its travels County Wexford where Cahill and Orla Stafford are standing by. Yeah I can see them. Hi Cahill. Hello. Hi Orla. Hi. Now Cahill and Orla are eight years old and they're twins which I think is really interesting and there's something I've heard about twins that you sometimes finish each other's... Sentences? Yes! Well, this is going to be really interesting. So the word pot is full of words. And in a minute, Carl and Orla are going to pick five words from that pot. And we're going to talk about the words. And they are going to come up with their own sentences that include the words. And then I am going to come up with a story with those five sentences. And then there's going to be a quiz. And a little poem afterwards, and you can join in too wherever you're listening. By the way, if you'd like to be involved or write a poem or a story for me, you can email it to junior at rte.ie. And in case you didn't know, today is Pancake Tuesday, so the word pot is full to the brim and bubbling with pancakey words. Okay, pancakey is not actually a word, but you know, let's find out what is. So are you ready, Cahill and Orla? Yes. Okay, Orla, the first word from the word pod is... Whisked. Whisked. W-H-I-S-K-E-D. What does whisked mean, Orla? It's like you mix something up. Yes, and have you ever used a whisk? Yes. When I bake with my mum? Yeah, it's an unusual looking thing, isn't it? A whisk is a cooking utensil and it can be used to blend ingredients, to smooth them together and maybe to bring air into your mixture. So that's known as whisking or whipping. So, you know, you can whisk together your eggs and your cream and your flour and it makes them nice and fluffy. So whisked is past tense. You know, you could say, I whisked the eggs. Or you could say, I whisked up a nice snack for you. Did anyone ever say that to you? Uh, uh, yeah. And what would they mean? Um, really fast. Exactly, Cahill, that's it. Making something faster than usual. So, Orla, can you please whisk us up a sentence now with the word whisked in it, please?
1: Um, mam whisked
0: up yummy pancakes. Mam whisked up yummy pancakes. Excellent. Okay, Carl, can you whisk around in the word pot for me, please? And pick out the next word. And it is... Lumpy. Lumpy? L-U-M-P-Y. Lumpy. What is lumpy, Carl? Um, it's like something that's really big, you know? And if you slept on a lumpy bed, would it be nice?
1: No. Why not? Because it would be really uncomfy.
0: Yes, uncomfortable, full of lumps, not smooth. So lumps can be under something or they could be floating in something like a lumpy biscuit in your tea. So lumps is like a big clump and a lumpy texture is full of those lumps. So with pancakes, you know, we like the batter to be smooth and not lumpy. Do you know what's in the pancake batter, guys? Um, You need eggs, milk, flour and salt. Exactly. And if that was lumpy, our pancakes might not taste so nice. So lumpy describes the pancakes even more. So it's a describing word or what we call an adjective. So Carl, can you please give us a lumpy sentence? Yeah.
1: Whenever he smells
0: pancakes, his nose turned lumpy. Thank you, Carl. Whenever he smells pancakes, his nose turns lumpy. Okay, Orla, let's have the next word. And that word is mixture. Mixture. M I X T U R E. Ah, of course, mixture is very important on Pancake Tuesday. Orla, what is a mixture? Um, it's like something all mixed together. And who do you think of when you think of making mixtures? My do you know mom? I, your mom. Your mom. Ah, and, and what kind of mixtures does your mom mix? Um, Tooty Fruities. What's a tutti fruity mixture? Tell me.
1: You put water in a cup and then you get some orange and black currant, and you put the orange and blackcurrant in the um, cup and then you mix it up. You drink it.
0: Oh my goodness, that sounds delicious. I've never heard of that. I like that mixture. Would you like to mix up some words, please, and think of a sentence with mixture? Okay.
1: Tutti Fruities are a mixture of blackcurrant, orange and water.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. I like the way you're bringing in the tutti Fruities. This week's story is going to be very interesting, guys. OK, so our fourth word, it's back to you, Carl—and and it is... Scrumptious. Scrumptious. Oh, I love this word. I always feel hungry when I hear it, though. What is something when it's scrumptious, Carl? It
1: really yummy?
0: Yes, so yummy. Not just even a bit yummy, really yummy. So if you read a menu and you had a choice between scrumptious pancakes or lumpy pancakes, what would you choose? By the way, uh, I'd pick the scrumptious pancakes. So can we have our scrumptious sentence, please? Pancakes with strawberries,
1: marshmallows and chocolate are scrumptious.
0: Excellent. And our final word then for today, and I can see Orla already has her hand in the word plot, and the word Orla is? flower. Flour? Hmm. Now how would that be related to Pancake Tuesday? Spell it for me. F-L-O-U-R. Ah, you know what I was thinking of there. Yeah, F-L-O-W-E-R. Exactly. So what's the difference between those two? One of them is the flour that you bake
1: and the other is the flour that grows out of the ground. You get um, a sieve. And you put the flour on the sieve and you shake the sieve and then it'll go into little small pieces.
0: Very good. Yes, Carl. sieving flour. Do you know that always reminds me of sprinkles of snow falling. So the final sentence. When she dropped the flour, it puffed a pie in the sky. <laughs> Brilliant. I can just imagine that. A big flowery mess. Well, those are our five sentences. This week's story is going to be a challenge because what I'm going to do is put on my thinking cap and go off and think up a story with those exact five sentences. I might eat a pancake when I'm thinking of it. I'll be back really soon. Don't go away. Bye. And I'm back. And I didn't eat a pancake yet. But this is a pancakey story, thanks to Carl and Orla's five sentences. Listen out for those sentences appearing in the story. And listen out for all the details. There will be a quiz afterwards. This week's story is called A Pancake Warning. Happy Pancake Tuesday. Happy pancake every day. Oh, aren't they delicious? Sweet ones, savoury ones, crepes, plain pancakes. Oh, anything at all. But did you know that pancakes aren't new? We didn't invent them. Nope, they go back thousands of years. Pancakes were around 30,000 years ago, during the Stone Age. That's almost as old as me. Well, today's story is about Utsi the Iceman. It sounds strange, doesn't it? Utsi. Utsi can tell us lots of things about the past, but I think the most important thing he can tell us is about pancakes. Utsi was found in the Italian Alps and he was frozen solid like a bag of peas. The thing is, he'd been frozen for over 5,000 years when he was found. Imagine. When he was defrosted, he was able to tell us lots of things about what it was like to live so long ago in the Copper Age. And one of the things his belly told us was that he liked pancakes. When Utzi was a little boy, oh, he loved climbing up the mountains, swinging from trees and collecting fruits and berries to make tooty fruity drinks. Tootie Fruities are a mixture of blackcurrant, orange and water. Utzi would sit high up on the mountain, sipping his Tootie Fruity and talking to his pet goat <laughs> and best friend, Helmut. He'd meet up with Helmut and they'd play Tip the Rock, Coppers and Robbers and Dinosaur Egg and Spoon Race. The thing about Helmut was, Utzi had to keep him a secret from his family and everyone in their village of Pasta Pasta. Why? Well... If everyone in your village and family liked to eat your best friend, you'd keep him a secret too. Yep, goat was their favourite food. In <laughs> the evening, Ootsie and Helmut were in their usual spot high on the mountain. Ootsie could smell that his dinner was nearly ready. <sighs> he sniffed the air. <gasps> could it be? Yes, ma'am whisked up yummy pancakes. Yippee! My favourite, he said. Uh-oh, his nose. It was happening again. Whenever he smells pancakes, his nose turns lumpy. You see, he liked mam's pancakes flipped up high on the copper frying pan, but not the fillings. The problem with eating pancakes back in Utzi's time, the Copper Age, is that they weren't exactly like the ones we eat today. Instead of chocolate spread and maple syrup and lemon and sugar or a bit of jam, Utsi's family made pancakes with goat and deer. <laughs> Ugh! Tootsie, come in for your dinner, shouted Mam. I better go, Helmet. Let's hide you for the night, he said to the goat, who was quite busy picking fruit from a bush. What are you doing, old boy? asked Tootsie. The goat had a basket in his mouth full of 55 strawberries, 65 spongy pink and white things and a jar of something brown. Hmm, what could that be? Ootsie took the basket from him. It smelled amazing. When Ootsie walked into the kitchen, everybody looked at the basket in his hand. They walked over to it, sniffed it. Yummy. Mam got such a delightful shock, she dropped the pancake batter. When she dropped the flour, it puffed up high in the sky. Suddenly, they had an idea. Let's fill our pancakes with these unusual ingredients, they thought. Oh, pancakes with strawberries, marshmallows and chocolate are scrumptious, said Utsie as he gobbled down his fifth one. Everybody's bellies had got a little bit bigger and they were lying back on their straw sofa when in walked Helmet the goat. <gasps> Hide Helmet! they're trying to eat you, thought Utsie. But nobody moved. Utsie's family no longer wanted to eat tough old goat meat. Word spread and soon everyone in the village wanted chocolate, marshmallows and strawberries on their pancakes instead of goat and deer. Helmut and Utzi set up a pancake restaurant in their village of Pasta Pasta and they called it the Copper Pan. And they spent their days mixing and whisking and flipping and experimenting and of course tasting their pancakes. Why don't you try some new fillings the next time you eat pancakes? Go on, it might be fun. But please don't try them with goat. So there you go, that's the story. Hope you enjoyed it. Did you hear the five sentences? Maybe you heard some of the answers to the questions I am just about to ask you. As always, if you know the answers, shout it out, but don't shout it too. Loud. Yes, Carl! Okay, here we go. The fire quiz are out. Pancakes go back thousands of years. How many thousands? Thirty. Correct answer. This one is multiple choice. What age did Ootsie live in? The Stone Age, the Iron Age or the Copper Age? The Copper Age. Yes, correct. I love the way you answer them together, guys. Next question. What drinks did Ootsie love? Tootie Fruity's. Tutti Fruity, that's the one. And it's your drink too. What are Tutti Fruity made of? Um, water, water blackcurrant and orange. I knew you'd get that one right. Next question. What type of fillings did people in Utsi's village like on their pancakes?
1: Um, goat. goat.
0: Yeah, and there's one other one. Um, deer. Yes, top marks for you guys. What was the goat's name?
1: Um, Helmet.
0: Yes, it was Helmut. OK, here's a tricky one. This is a numbers question, always hard. How many strawberries did Helmut put in his basket? Fifty-five. Oh my goodness, I did not expect you to get that right. Bang on the money. Well done, Cahill. Next question. What was the village called?
1: Pasta. Pasta Pets.
0: <laughs> yes, Pasta Pasta. You remembered. How many pancakes had Utzi eaten when Helmut came along? Five. Yes, Carl. that's brilliant. What did Ootsie and Helmut call their new pancake restaurant?
1: Cover pan.
0: Orla, well done. Brilliant. Top marks to you guys in the rapid fire quiz round. Now, before we go, it's time for this week's poem, using our five words. Carl, can you please remind us of this week's words?
1: Whisk, lumpy, mixture, scrumptious
0: and flour. You might be used to poetry that rhymes, but there are lots of other forms of poetry in the world. This week, we're going to Japan for our influence, for a haiku poem. Have you ever heard of one before? Haiku is a form of Japanese poetry. A very common haiku poem has three lines. The first line has five syllables, the second has seven, and the last line has five again. And it doesn't rhyme. And this week I have to thank a lovely lady called Cressida Lynch who sent me a book of her own haiku poetry, which I found really helpful and it's a wonderful book with lots of lovely pictures. Here's my attempt using Cahill and Orla's words. The mixture not whisked, but it will still be scrumptious. We'll eat it lumpy. There you go, that's haiku. Well, we've come to the end and I'm going to say goodbye and thank you. Goodbye, kahal Bye. And goodbye, Orla. Bye. Thanks for your help, guys. Hope you had fun and I hope you had fun listening at home too. So I'll see you next time for Five Word Fun. Who knows where the word pot will go? Bye.
1: We love Five Word Fun. Five Word Fun.